Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mother's Day is just around the corner. And it's time to pamper the special mom in your life. And what better way than with the Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets that are perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their advanced eye care duo brightens, awakens, and firms the skin around your eyes, while the golden glow body trio nourishes and smooths the skin all over. Both sets are packaged in giftable boxes. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. And the best part? For a limited time, you can save up to $46 on Osea's sets. Plus, get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. This Mother's Day, get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. Go to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off site-wide. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a match preview sponsored by Boohoo, man. It's Aston Villa v Watford tomorrow at three o'clock. I'm your host, Dan Bardell, joined by Neil from the For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast to preview that very game. Neil, have you got over the Newcastle game yet? I think I'm I'm nearly there. I'll be there just as I arrive in my seat tomorrow. I think I'll I'll have got past it. Yeah, it's, I think I'm over it. I think I've gotten I think I've gotten past a lot of the negatives. Um I think I'm more hopeful now to see because I needed to hear Stephen Gerrard's post-match presser and I needed to hear him being interviewed afterwards. And the fact that he said there was going to be chips got me hanging on for, for tomorrow's team sheet and to see what comes out of it uh, for the Watford game, see what changes will be made. Yeah, just before we do get into it, I should say that the Villa View actually has a code for Boohoo, man. So if you use the code Villa View at checkout, you'll get 10% off their menswear. So yeah, do go and check that out. We did this the other day. I feel like we've already previewed this game, man, you know, earlier on in the week. We t- talked about changes, and I've done another podcast since for The Athletic with Greg and Holly. I can't see what he's going to change other than Ings for Watkins. I cannot see what else he changes. I just I, I did a podcast for ourselves as well a moment ago and and I think he's going to go back to two sixes. I think he goes back to the two sixes. I think he uh, or maybe he doesn't bring Sanson in, but I think he goes and he plays two midfielders a bit deeper because when you have our fullbacks bombing up and down the wing and when you have the two tens and then if you play your three eights across the middle of midfield, like we stifled our own creativity against Newcastle because we couldn't get out of each other's way. And um, there was times when you had Dina, you had Ramsey, you had um, 
You had Dina, you had Ramsey, and you had Douglas Louise all over at one side of the field. Or, sorry, Coutinho all over at one side of the field. And uh, they were past each other in like five yard triangles. And for me, that doesn't work anymore. And it's been kind of find, found out slightly. So for me, I'd play two sixes because I don't think it'll take anything away from our attacking prowess at all. But it will shore us up at the back. But we, we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. Who do you put in those two six positions? Couldn't tell you. Well, if you were picking two sixes, I think you'd pick Louise and McGinn. But that feels very last season to me. Feels, yeah. feels like that's what we did quite a lot, a lot last campaign and. The only two, like I say, I can see Ings coming in for Watkins. I think that's a definite change. I think if he's saying he's definitely going to make changes, I'm not saying it's a no-brainer because there's plenty of good reasons to play Ollie Watkins. That feels one of the obvious ones that you can change. The rest of it just doesn't feel obvious at all. Ashley Young coming in for Buendia would be the other one that probably wouldn't surprise me or possibly resting Coutinho and bringing him on as an impact sub. I could see Ashley Young coming in to give us a bit of experience in Naus because we didn't have much Naus against Newcastle on Sunday. I don't see Sanson replacing any of the midfielders because we talked about this again, we talked about it in the last show, but you take Louise out, he's not a six really, but he's the only six we've got and he does wear the number six, but Sanson's not, not a deep midfielder. He's not, not that defensive midfielder. There just isn't a defensive midfielder and that, that's the obvious change, but there isn't one. I missed a good bit of what you said there, but I think I got the very end when you said that Sansan was a six and he's not a defensive midfielder. Mm. Yeah, there's a bit of a... The storm has hit us here before. Yeah, we've got it's, problems there as well. Guys, so uh, I think that's what happened there. But no, I got the gist of that. Now, I, I'm in agreement with you as well, whereby... Look, I'm not going to be against Sansan if he comes in, for sure. I think that, that he can come in, he can do a job in there. But I think what the big thing that I'm kind of worried about is that are we searching for a solution that we may not have? So are we just trying yeah. to plug holes? As that's, what, that's what I was saying. To... That was basically what I was saying. There is, there is a, <laughs> there's the change that you need to make, probably, but there isn't the personnel to do it. Yeah. Uh, maybe he does something crazy. Maybe he puts in House and Mings at the back and he puts cha- Chambers, moves him into midfield. Maybe he does something like that. But it's, and that's what it is. It's the, it's the intrigue of knowing that it won't be the same 11, or at least hoping based on what Stephen Gerrard said, that it won't be the same 11 that went out against Newcastle that is going to be the main talking point over the next 24, 36 hours before the game starts. And, uh, and and as you say, I think the name on everyone's lips is Sansan comes in. Who does he come in for? We spoke previously about you know McGinn getting hooked in the game. Now, I still think McGinn plays, and he's, yeah. he's my favourite Aston Villa player you know, at the club at the moment, and you know he's doing fantastic. Uh, sorry, he, he has the opportunity to do fantastic and whatever else, but it's, um, it's one of those ones that, that you know, I suppose... We don't really know what way it's been worked on. Ashley Priest has just put out a tweet there a moment ago to say that Ings is playing up top with uh, um, with Coutinho Bundia either side of him. Well, you're saying um, that's, so that's, that's interesting. How does, how does he know the team? Well, that's what he said. Oh, he's, 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 he's suggesting that, is it? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Based, based on what's happened in training. but um, And I think that we could probably take a good gambler's guess that that's going to be the situation. But what happens behind those three is, I suppose, is really what's going to give us the bedrock to, to know whether we can attack or defend capably against this Watford team. What about, we are going to have Ishmael Asar back. Yeah, typical. It feels, when, you, when you're on a bit of a stodgy run like Villa are at the moment, it feels like things always happen at the wrong time. So we played Newcastle last week at completely the wrong time. They've been awful all season. And then as we're about to play them, they hit a bit of form and look relatively dangerous and they end up beating us. Watford, I think we faced them on the first day, which wasn't a great time to face them. They haven't won many games since. They're kind of a different beast now. I mean, they've had two different managers since then as, as well, since we played them on the first day of the season. So they're going to be more solid now and harder to break down under Roy Hodgson. 
you'd like to think if Buendia and Coutinho are playing, you know, they're the the right kind of players that Villa haven't had over the years to break down a, a deep defensive line, a team that comes to Villa Park and sits deep and just wants to defend. But they have got players on the break that have already hurt us once this season. Dennis, Saar, Josh King's there as as well. He, I feel like he's had some good days against Villa in the past, if my memory serves me correctly. It's suddenly not a, the war, not a walkover, but it's not the, the game that you were expecting a few weeks ago with Ranieri was there when they were in free fall. No, and that's exactly it. You know, these five games have now thrown up wild cards. Leeds, obviously, the three-three game against Leeds. Dan James plays like like prime Messi. You know, for the first twenty minutes in that yeah, game against still, Newcastle, still annoyed by that. And, and Newcastle didn't even play great. But what happens is like Trippier scores a, a deflected free kick and then goes off injured ten minutes later and looks like he's going to be out for some time. They were looking at fractures and he, you know, somewhere sprains, you know, that kind of thing. So he's gone after the damage he's done to Aston Villa. And now you say that, yeah, Roy Hodgson, say what you like about him. He's what, 90? But he's doing it like he's he's been in the Premier League. It's not like he's somebody who's coming out of the cold and has stodgy ideas. He's been in the Premier League for the last uh, however many years with uh, with Crystal Palace. And he's going to get a tune out of Watford. And, and it's up to us to just take the game to them, to be a better team. We have the better players. We have the better, we have the better players in Newcastle United. We have the better players in Leeds. Write them down on paper. We just do. And it's not. It's, it's, it's either that there's no cohesion within the team at the moment or that the system isn't working or something. But one way or another, that's what people are paid to do to, to either play better or to set the team up better. And that's kind of where we are at the moment because we've... You know, we should be we should be getting more out of this team, I think, than than we are seeing at the moment. And that's not a criticism of Stephen Jarrett. I think that could be a criticism of um it's just an observation, I suppose, more so than the criticism. Yeah, the players, you know, it's it's two managers now they've put in these kind of performances for. The Newcastle performance was very end of days Dean Smith, wasn't it? And Gerard's getting a taste of why he's perhaps ended up in the job in in the first place. We spoke about it again on the on the after the Newcastle show that that, that we did. He's Gerard needs to find a way not to, because look, you don't want to completely reinvent a system and an ethos and a way of playing. Because then I would be saying, well, he's ripped that up quite quickly. That that means it wasn't great in the first place. I like the way he has a setup. I actually really like I like the formation. I liked what he was trying to do, but he needs to find some subtle tweaks and tweak things that are going to make things a, li- a little bit better for us. I don't know what the, what the answers are there, but obviously we've got the you know in the central midfield, the fullbacks are bombing on so much that the two outside central midfielders are doing a lot of defending and a lot of covering off. You know, you can play four three three, have your fullbacks push forward, but not quite to the extent they are at the moment because that isn't working. So it's it's about making a tweaks, trying to get John McGinn into the game a little bit more, trying to take advantage of Douglas Louise's passing range, not necessarily reinventing the world and completely changing, ripping up what you've been doing, but just finding those subtle tweaks that can make it a little bit more successful. And you hope this will be a game you can do it, don't you? That's the, that's the key for me. The, I don't think that John McGinn is going to be drafted the weekend, no. but it's it's how do you utilize a player that. Man United, Liverpool, you know, you know, all the teams have been linked with him and we don't want to lose him to. How do you utilize a player that's drawing interest from in those teams and not utilize him as, a, as an auxiliary fill in left or right back when our, when our fullbacks go forward? Because against Leeds, that's what he was utilized as. And against Newcastle, that's mm. what he was utilized as. And it's, it's, it's almost, and it goes back to the fact that, you know, we don't have that, like, we're filling a position. We're trying to we're trying to put our finger in the dam kind of for the position of, of defensive midfielder while trying to stay within the system that Stephen Jared wants to play. And that's why I think the changes will be system based. 
against against Watford. And you there do, will you be do think he'll change? You, you do think he'll change the system? I, I, well, I do I, I think there'll be subtle changes. I just, I don't think we play a flat, a flat midfield three for first. Um, I bet we, I, I bet we, we do. I'm going to say we will. I'm going to go against you. So, yeah, I, I just think that it, it, it that I prefer not to, uh, and and let our fullbacks bomb up the field, um, and if we are going to have our midfielders that are going to cover off the midfield areas, well, then when we do go essentially not have all our midfielders crowded together because our eights and our tens were on top of each other's feet the last day and it, it, it led to no space in the middle and as I said John Josh Shelby was just able to stand there and pick up the pieces. Yeah someone was you know, very which is someone really was, frustrating. Someone was very upset with my criticism of John Josh Shelby in the YouTube comments on last, last earlier on in the week. Like he was the best footballer in the world. I'm still not having it. I absolutely stand by that I'm correct. He's not a good footballer. We just made him look way better than he is. Something else I'd like to see come back. You know when he first took over a lot of short, short, sharp passing, a good little, yes. a good rhythm. That rhythm was not there against Newcastle. By bringing Danny Ings in for Watkins, I think that perhaps aids being able to play that way because I think his, his link-up and his dropping deep and getting the ball to Coutinho, get, picking up clever positions, I think that's more his game than Watkins. And I think if Ings plays, I think it could lead more to that kind of football that we were doing when Gerard first took over. Would I be right in thinking that? Yeah, that's that's pivotal. It's and and that's something I, I was kind of alluding to at the start. We were playing in five and ten yard triangles right out in the wing on the left hand side between Dina, Ramsey, and Coutinho, and Newcastle were like, "Grand, commit three people out there to play little triangles out there to just try and get space for you to get across because we're going to fortify our the edge of our box and leave you guys out there to play the ball amongst yourselves because mm-hmm. we weren't coming in field against Leeds. It was slightly different." We were able to attack a small bit quicker. We came straight through the middle. Yes, they gave us a lot of space for Coutinho to get turned in every single time we got the ball during that 20-minute period. Um, but we need to get back to playing that way. We need to get back to making those those triangles in the middle of midfield to pull out their central midfielders. We spoke again in the, the Newcastle review show about Sissoko cleverly and, um, and, and yeah. Kucha. And they just they, they bullied us and that they shouldn't have been. Because uh, of you know they're all up there in age, and you know we we talk about about Tom Cleverly, um, but if we can start playing amongst them and start dragging them out of position and creating that space for Coutinho uh, in behind, that's how we're going to get going to get action because they're going to have probably Samir and Katkart are going to be the two centre halves as we we mentioned about Katkart the last day. Samir and Katkart are going to be there, and they'll probably have Firmino, I think it is on, yeah. on the right hand side and. I can't remember who their left back is now at the moment, but I've got, um, got a new player there. I'm pretty sure I've completely forgotten his name. Though I've com- I've completely forgotten his name as well. Yeah, we've done yeah, our research. We've done our research uh, coming into this show. Fair play to us. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. But it, it, as I say, it's 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 a different kind of setup, and also we're different as well. Dan, we're different from when we played them day one because when we played them day one. We had Target in the team. We had Agassi in the team. We had Nakamba in the team. They're they're not going to be there. But Ashley Young in midfield. Could possibly be there again. Young in the team. Could yeah, possibly yeah, be there yeah, again. That yeah. could come full circle. You know, oh, you know what people I'm are think... talking about wanting him at right back. No. Ashley Young, I, I'm not there. I'm not there yet. No, I think Matty Cash will be, feel a little bit hard done by. But I was going to say Watford will set up even a more negative. Newc- I wouldn't say Newcastle set up negatively, but you know they were resilient. They were defensive. They, they made sure they did the basics right at the back first. Watford will take that to a new extreme. They'll sit deep, they'll sit narrow, and they'll be happy for us to play the way we did against Newcastle of just getting the ball out wide, you know, getting crosses in, 
they'll eat that up. Cathcart will lap that up. That, that's what Cathcart wants. What he doesn't want is tricky players getting close to him and getting him on the half turn. That's what he doesn't want. So that's where we need to be better. Because they'll, they'll siphon us out wide all day. They'll be perfectly content to do that, Watford, because they'll know from watching that last game against Newcastle that if that happens, they'll be okay. We need to work yeah. out. We need to be clever in the middle. It was easy to be clever in the middle against Leeds because there was so much space out there. That space won't be there. So Buendia, Coutinho, if they play, we've got to really make sure they manipulate the space in the middle of the park. Any chance they get to get on the half turn, we've, we've got to take advantage of that. But I think Watford will fancy their chances of snuffing us, to be honest, watching that game on Sunday. The onus of proof is on us to prove that we're actually good. You know, Watford are coming to our back garden, so the onus of proof is on us. And as you say, like, they, they'll come for a nil-all draw. It's worth, like, that, that's a point for them. They need all the points they can get. So do we, but we need to put in a performance. We're talking about a performance for the last probably 10 games, needing one. Um, it's, like, it's, it's, it really is all spotlights on Aston Villa. You know, and Watford will know that when they come. They'll know that when they come. Um, they'll know that we're, you know, we've got Coutinho, Buendia, whoever, you know, all those players that you mentioned, that we're not firing up front as such, but we're also letting in goals at the back. So, and, and we're here talking about who's going to play in midfield. So, yeah. you know, there are question marks across all three lines of play. Watford will know that. And and they'll come and they'll try and stifle and hit us on the break. And that's what they did day one as well. They stifled us. They hit it, they, they hit us hard in midfield. They tackled hard and they, they got them in amongst us. They got the ball out to Ishmael Asar and they said, right, you deal with our, with our weapon and also deal with the other issues that you have across the three lines that you're going with in your team. Yeah. Go on then, before we finish, give me a score prediction now. 1-0 Aston Villa. Yeah, I've gone 2-0 on all the other podcasts I do, so I'll stick with 2-0 Villa. Danny Ings and Philip Coutinho, and we all go home happy from Villa Park tomorrow. It'd be nice to go home happy, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Right I'm then. going to go Jam again. Jam again to score again. tomorrow. Well, if he, yeah. pl- if he plays, right. Neil, if he plays... Maybe he'll come on and get one if he doesn't, yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for chatting to me. Always a pleasure to talk to you, mate. And thanks ever so much to the people that have tuned in as well. I appreciate it's a bit of a strange time to be watching a match preview, but hopefully the people that haven't watched it live will tune in and watch it later. Don't forget that Boohoo Man discount code that's on the screen if you do want to get yourself some stuff. We'll say tracksuits are very, very comfortable. I wear them around the house all the time. They're doing the business for me. We'll be back with a post-match point either Sunday or Monday, I suspect, so watch out for that. Please, please, can we talk about three points to the Villa? And as always... Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.